Sarah, what are you drinking? I am drinking white ale. I don't know, it's it's Japanese, I think, so that doesn't make it easy to read the label. <laughs> um, Is it a wheat beer? Uh, uh, it's a, a, a beer. <laughs> this white awesome. ale, it's a white ale brewed with wheat malt and flavoured with coriander, orange peel and nutmeg. Awesome. But I haven't actually said what it is yet. It's called... Hita- uh, mm. Mm. I think it's Hitachino Nest, I think. It has a really cute picture of an owl on the front. Excellent. Which is basically the reason why I drink it. Of course. And the fact that it's slightly citrusy and I like citrus stuff. But um, the brewery is the Kyuchi Brewery of Japan. Who knows? I don't know. But the Japanese it, know. Even the little bottle top has a little owl on it. Oh, that's so cute. Right. I've opened it at last. <laughs> me um, right, let me use this. What are you drinking, Ev? Right, let's see. I'm going to pick the first one. I have two beers, both from Siren Craft, um, which is an awesome brewery. Oh, I'm going to interrupt you there because I picked one of those Siren Craft breweries. Oh, you're right. Boo beers. Hang on a second. Boo beers. But it's on my side of the but table. But it's on your side of the table. So you hand that, that puppy over and then and I'll you give you me that one. one. Thank you. Right, my first beer, Siren Craft Brew, uh, called Liquid Mistress, uh, which is a red, they they describe it as a red IPA, Um, and it is amazing. So I'm just going to crack it open. Oh, ruining the iPad at the same time. (laughs) And have a little gluggy gluggy. Just don't pour it on the iPad. Relax. We never said that in 2006. That's very true. So, all I'm going to say is... Liquid Mistress, red IPA. It looks... It's got... It's quite red, actually. And it's got a nice head to it. And it's clear. It's crystal clear. And... It's going to taste awesome. My beer looks like apple juice. <laughs> it does, actually. It does look like apple juice. It's not clear in the slightest, and there's no head on it at all, but it's delicious. But it has a sediment anyway, right? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has a sediment in the bottom of the um, the, the, the bottle. Yeah, it had a sediment, but... Yeah. Mm. Right, tasting mm. and all that good stuff. Why oh, you... I was already tasting. You were tasting... Well, quite... Why don't it's you tell nice. me about your beer? It's just nice. It's just like... Um, I drink it quite cold. It's a bit citrusy. It's just a nice, light, refreshing ale. It's mm. quite strong, actually, if I remember. The um, percentage is 5.5. So it's not a weak beer, but it comes in quite small bottles, which are cute and have an hour on them. Indeed, as you've said a couple of times. <laughs> okay, so I've had some of this now, this Liquid Mistress, which I have to admit I have had before which is kind of why I picked it, and it is awesome. It is a good red ale. It is very nice, lots of flavour, very robust, quite robust in terms of alcohol as well. That is uh, 5.8% by volume. You win. That's quite a serious beer. Uh, 
but it's really nice. Um, I'm in Siren Craft quite a lot now, and I have to admit, the bottle looks pretty awesome. They do yeah. some pretty cool beer. The art, the art is beautiful, it, it, it? it? really is. Um, and uh, the beer doesn't taste... They haven't succumbed to the false, fake, mass-produced chemical taste, you know, that some do sometimes. You know, beers, as they pump up the production volumes, yeah. sometimes it starts to taste a bit... Yeah, it starts to lose some of that craftiness. Yeah, that raw mm. feel to it. But yeah, that is just very tasty indeed. So, second beer. Uh, well, I'm not opening mine just yet, um, but I've got Siren Craft's Soundwave IPA, which uh, it says, The sirens of Greek mythology would entice mariners with their magical songs. Their voices would entwine into a complex layered melody. At Siren Craft Brew, we work in a similar way. What, by enticing sailors? <laughs> Naked on boats. Okay. Combining four ingredients that interact together in magical ways to create our ales. Mm. Um, yeah, very, very, very tasty. I happen to know that, which is why I picked it. Cool. My second beer, which I am opening right this second. Oh. Lovely. Is... Meantime, it's by Meantime Brewery, uh, of London. Uh, I don't know quite why I said it like <laughs> I don't that. Know. London, don't you know? Oh, Londinium. Meantime, Yakima Red. Oh, it's another red beer, red ale. Uh, meantime, London, uh, Yakima Red, or Yakima, I suppose, is brewed with British and German malts to give a deep ruby colour and medium to full body. Again, I've had it before, and it is nice. But I meantime shall... stuff is pretty amazing. Meantime, the porters meantime do mm. are pretty. We should serious. go. We should go and visit because um, Paul says it's amazing. You're right, actually. And it's in London, which is not exactly very far away. No, indeed. <laughs> Seeing as I work there, now here we go. Now I'm comparing the two. I, I think the uh, Liquid I'm... Mistress is definitely redder. Yep. <sighs> Definitely. The uh, Yakima Red has a, on this side, has a more, it's less deep. I'm just going to move your hands away from the electrical devices <laughs> with the uh, liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a more orangey colour. It's, it's a bit more tizer <laughs> it's not... to the, to the uh, iron brew of Liquid Mistress. It's more of a traditional beer colour, actually. It is, yeah. Liquid, Mist uh, Liquid Mistress is definitely that very deep I think red. Tizer is doing it a disservice. <laughs> I'm going to try some. Okay. Oh, did you want to try some of my liquid mistress? Okay, go on. There's no smell to the meantime. Mm. There's no smell to the meantime. That's very nice. Whereas there is to the, um, the, the liquid mistress. Oh. Oh, interesting. Contrast and compare. Okay, so this is the meantime. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're totally different. That is totally different. There's nothing wrong with the uh, meantime um, Yakima Red. But, you know those points that I made about the Liquid Mistress? Didn't taste chemically, didn't taste fake, had a, a very deep, robust yeah. flavour. craft beery. Craft beery. Mm. I don't know if you could level the same compliments to the Yakima Red from meantime. 
it's a nice ale, but unfortunately... It's a bit fizzy. It's a bit fizzy, yeah. It's a bit fizzy. It tastes a bit uh, astringent, I think. It's not as rounded a flavour. That, no. That's much... The, the, the Siren Craft beer is much more rounded, mm. craft beer, full flavour. Yeah. That's a bit flatter. Yeah, like Tizer. <laughs> Here, drink this. That'll, that'll remind you of Tizer. I don't even like... The owl beer. I don't owl even beer, like... I know. I don't even like... We've got that on tape now. I'll be the fizz musket. <laughs> Just drink it. Drink it. Stop fussing around. Mm. Ooh, I don't like it. Oh, that's all right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could barely drink... barely tasted it. I don't know if I could drink, like, eight pints, but... I don't think I could drink eight pints of it. But it's very tasty. All right, cool. Okay. Are you so... going to go for your sound wave later? I will open it when I have finished this beer. Oh, interesting. It's a new, it's a novel approach. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to chop and change. <laughs> I'm going to chop and change. Well, these two don't really go together. This is an IPA and this is Japanese right. um, white ale. Well, so they're not really comparable. All right, comparable. I'm going to compare these two red ales directly and I'm going to say the winner is Liquid Mistress. That is a more robust... Well done, Siren Craft. I know it makes a difference to you that we like it. It's not like you've not won any awards or anything. Absolutely, <laughs> losers. Um, and I will say that they've got the same backing, interestingly. Um, the Sirens of Greek mythology would entice mariners with their magical songs. Blah, blah, That's blah, blah, it's blah. Siren Craft beer. Oh, Liquid Mistress is our femme fatale. Ooh, mysterious, seductive, and disarming. <laughs> Uh, oh, hello. Hello, dearie. She draws and charms drinkers. Oh. Oh. Hang on. You know what that means. Time to move on. Time to move on. Sorry, Liquid Mistress. But I'm moving on to Pastures New. Ah. I know. The wonders of technology. It's amazing. I know. So, games. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? Games. Do you still play games, Neville? I do play games, Sarah. But... Not in the same way that I used to, which kind of sounds bizarre when you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but not like I used to. It used to be, um, it was uh, on the PC, in the thing, on my own, in the office, playing serious, hardcore computer games. Very serious flight simulation yeah. games. Warning, warning, pull up. Altitude, uh, altitude. altitude. <laughs> now... Um, consoles have come along mm. a lot more I think um, the 360 the PS3 and then the new generation um, but also but also board games yes they've made a massive leap forward now that may be doing them a disservice in that <clears throat> we were kind of late to the party I think that I think the thing is they went from being cruddy to being good <sighs> Do you know, I think that is not a bad <laughs> description, quite frankly. Because when we were growing up, board games were pretty cruddy. Yeah, they were. Well, it was a mousetrap. Game of life. You know. I did like Ludo, I have to admit. Wow. Really? Yeah. Ludo. I know, it was really boring. But as a small child, I liked the... Ludo was the dice rolling thing, right? No, no, that was Yahtzee. Yahtzee. I love Yahtzee. Oh, I love Yahtzee. Oh, cool. Okay. But these days, games are slightly better. <laughs> Why are they better? Good question. Good question. People are designing new 
game mechanics. They're not just using the old dice roll mover counter around the mm. board. I mean, people actually yeah. are designing new game and still thinking of new game mechanics. Yeah. Um, and not every game has a different mechanic, but there are new ideas. Um, and I think that's the core of it because the the story that goes over the top of the board game, yeah, like pandemic, uh-huh. it's you know bugs trying to eat everybody. Bugs trying to eat everybody. Diseases. Diseases. Uh, also known as diseases. Also known as disease. Um, and Forbidden, Forbidden Island. Same yep. game mechanic. Yep. Different overlying story. Yep. Ones get the treasures. The treasures. And ones get the bugs, stop the bugs from killing everybody. Yep. But there's the same mechanic underneath. And there it's is. the mechanic that is the fun part of the game. Yeah. If it was just moving little counters around a board, yeah, rolling yeah. a dice... With those stories on the top, they'd be boring. They so. would, yeah, quite. And also, I think the um, the concept. Well, you make an interesting point about the, the the mechanic. There has been some real progress made with making those mechanics interesting. You know, like you say. Um, but also, I think the 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 onset of different types of game, collaborative versus competitive. When we were mm. growing up. It was just competitive. That's all there was. Um, like Trivial Pursuit um, and Monopoly being... Well, Monopoly being the ultimate competitive... Traditional Christmas game. That made everyone hate each other. Mm. Although I never experienced that myself. I never experienced the, the whole... Not just personally, but within our family. There was never the whole so-and-so hates so-and-so because of so-and-so. I mean, it's Monopoly was like, well, whatever, it's just a game. But anyway... Um, it was so harmonious when I was growing up. Uh, but the the concept of collaborative games, mm. I think, has really come along. So it has allowed, I think, people who weren't who didn't like gaming, like board games, to enjoy board games. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't like competition. They don't like competitiveness. Well, not competitiveness, but um arguments yeah um, they don't they don't like conflict the conflict thank you and, and quite often in a competitive game you have to deliberately choose to screw over your friend or your family member mm-hmm. in order to win exactly and sometimes that can be quite upsetting yeah for them yes. so if you don't like that sort of you don't get you know it's not fun for yeah. you then a collaborative game takes all of that away yep it's funny, I was talking to my aunt earlier and um, and she was saying she really enjoyed Forbidden Island. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a lot of... I think that's a really good starting collaborative game because I it, think so too, yeah. It's... Um, although... <laughs> it's awesome. Although Emma and Liam did manage to have a row over it. Well, they did. <laughs> they did. But then again, you know, <laughs> if you can't have a row over a collaborative game, well... What can you have a what row over? What can you have a row over? Um, but yes... I think they're they're awesome collaborative games, and I think you're right. I think the competitive nature and the families and Christmas yeah. has put a lot of people off board games for Indeed, life. Indeed, yeah. But bringing and you know the boring nature, quite frankly, game of life where you just had to collect things. You know um, that one where you had to go on holiday. Um, I can't remember what it was, but you had to get a boarding pass, and you were going through the airport. Do you, do you mean going on holiday with your family? Well, yeah, quite. It was that, basically, relived on a board game. I've never played that. I can't even remember what it's called. You've got to get baggage. 
you've got to get a boarding pass, you've got to get a ticket, you've got to do all the things. It's basically like a mousetrap. You've got to keep going around, getting all your bits. And then um, sometimes you get setbacks. Like, and it's all based on the dice roll, you know, so it, you just need luck, you know, and it's a nightmare. Mm. It was just the most boring thing, you know. Um, so this this collaborative gaming, I think, has really helped. I think one, one other thing is I think there's a lot of people our age who were into role playing when we were at school. Yeah, yeah. And we put a lot of time and effort into role playing mm -hmm. that we don't have now. We don't have time to spend, you know, hours and hours planning games and writing up, whoa, nearly knocked over my beer. Um, writing up scenarios and all that jazz. Whereas you can have the same gaming group, you can still get everybody around the table and play a board game, and nobody is burdened with the prep. Yep. Nobody has to do lots and lots of work mm -hmm. and design the game beforehand. Nobody has to do their characters. Nobody has to worry about what should we be happening in the game this week. Yeah. Can we get everybody... To... It's none of that, basically. It, you're absolutely right, actually. It just requires one person to read the rules yep. and explain them to everyone else. And know the rules. <laughs> and know the rules. And But even then, I mean, a lot of, um, a lot of rules are available on YouTube. And there are a lot of terrific podcasters doing explanatory videos of yeah. how to play board games. So you don't even need to do that. You just all need to watch a five-minute video yeah. before you turn up. Bless YouTube. Bless this is the YouTube. one of the YouTube things. Bless it's, YouTube. Bless you. Uh, yeah, you're darn right. YouTube, oh my gosh. It will tell you how to do everything. You know, tell me, YouTube. Tell me how to buy a house. Tell me how to fix my bike chain. Tell me how to play this game. I fixed the washing machine with YouTube. Really? It told me how to fix the washing machine. Oh, and it's taught me how to knit. It's amazing, isn't it? It I is amazing. YouTube. Mm. Euro games. I think that's what they're called. Euro games. So, i.e. non-competitive. Um, well, they actually, no, they are competitive. But it, it's not... Um, I'm wiggling a hand at Ned. Why are you wiggling a hand? Because I heard Jeff Canata the other day say that Euro Games, he'd been using the phrase wrong, and they actually meant sort of, they were sort of worker placement games. I don't know. I don't understand the terminology. I don't know either. They're good games. Let's call them the good games. The good games, um, and now I have no idea what games we're talking about, but the good games are really good. They're really good, yeah. and we really like playing them. As opposed to the shit games, which just are rubbish. <laughs> um, Favourite game at the moment? Oh, that's that's tough. I Well, we're gearing up to play Pandemic Legacy. Oh my God, I cannot wait. With Andy and Joe, and yep. we're very excited about that. Um, so we've been playing a lot of Pandemic, mm. and I think at the moment, I think that's probably... The yeah. game I'm enjoying the most. Interesting. If not my favourite game of all time, which is probably different. What about you? I have to say, in, in the last 10 years, I have both discovered, not discovered, but rediscovered and pursued quite vigorously um, chess. Right. And the study oh, right. around chess. Yes. Um, I know, indeed. Um, I bought books on the subject. I studied it. I mean... Big time. I was really into it. But now I just don't have the time for that. So at the moment, my favourite game, I think, has to be Forbidden Island. It is so much fun to play with people. It's just... It's the it's, treasures. It's the treasures. <laughs> it's so much fun. It really is. It's a wonderful game. 
And it, it comes in a tin. It comes in a tin. As it's, I enthusiastically tell anybody. It's perfectly who cares to It's listen. perfectly packaged. Although I did play Memoir 44 the other day um, uh, with Andy. That was cool. That was really good fun. I'd like to play. Oh, hang oh. on. I think that means we need to move on. We need to move on. Sorry, Memoir 44. Uh, Press your button and we're off again. What are we talking about now? I've so, drunk quite a lot of this beer now, so... Yeah, but you've still got half a pint of the other stuff. Yeah, but we it? drank a lot of Bowmore before the uh, the start of the show, so... You're not supposed to tell me that. <laughs> not supposed to tell that's, people. That's kind of like the green room <clears throat> of um, alcohols, you know? <laughs> Bowmore. <laughs> Bowmore, it's the green room of alcohols. i tell you, if I went to a green room and there was a bottle of Bowmore in there, I'd, I'd be sorted... Um, no, since, you, since, you wouldn't you know, be sorted, you'd be slaughtered. Slaughtered. I'm going to talk about ten years ago. Ooh. Ten years ago, we didn't have dogs. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so, so the groaning and snoring and snorting in the background isn't Neville. Um, <laughs> not always. Not always. Um, ten years ago, ten years ago, oh, we were all excited. because I think everyone was all excited because Joss Whedon had got the chance to, to make Firefly oh, wow. into yeah. a movie. Gosh. We watched it the other day, actually. Yeah, it's really cool. good. It's really Still good. very, very, really holds up. Um, additionally, uh, we never thought in a million years, ten years ago, that there would be a sequel to, uh, there would be another season of Twin Peaks. You're right, yeah. Or that Gillian Anderson would be tweeting about the new season of the X Files. I know. Tell me about it. Because She's we didn't have Twitter. <laughs> Actually, no. Did we have Twitter? I can't remember. I think I... we did. Maybe that. No, it was just the start. It was just starting. It was just starting. It was like you know a small thing. I'm gonna get a new glass. I'm just opening my Soundwave. Soundwave by How Sirencraft. Soundwave. Soundwave. Um. What? As in Transformers. Well, no, no, no. Let's not talk about Transformers. Oh, let's shut not up. talk about. Shut up. It's awesome. It's rubbish. Yeah, by the way, you, Apart you need from the to... dog. I like the dog. The dog. Oh, In please. the first film, the dog's cute. I'm so British, all I care about is the dog. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Best awesome. film ever made. Best film ever made. Oh my gosh. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It's the Spy Kids 3D of the modern era. That's what I'm going to say. Even better than that, I think. No, nothing's... Oh, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's true. Quick review of Soundwave. Very, right, very right. brief. This is the, the completely different segment, but go on. I like it. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Um, well done, Sirencraft. I have a quick... <laughs> you took that out of my hand like <laughs> it was going out of fashion. <laughs> um, why don't you talk about... Something while you drink my beer. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the Marvel films. The Marvel films. Joss Whedon. Amazing. Mm. Making Avengers. I think we're living in a golden age. Yeah, it's rather nice, isn't that it? Can is I have it back, pretty please? pretty special. Thank you. I think we're living in a golden age. And I say that in the middle of the golden age. Yep. Perhaps about two thirds of the way through. I'm not yeah, sure, sure. Because we've had Iron Man 1, 2 and 3. Captain America 1 and 2. Yep. Thor 1 and 2. Yep. Avengers 1 and 2. Yep. Who am I missing? Is that it? The Hulk movies were... I don't think they're classed... I don't think they're part of the... They uh, were rubbish for a start. They were rubbish. But 
the um, do you know one of them had Tim Roth in? As what? I can't even remember. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Shush. 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 Sean. Sean, this is cutting into my airtime. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Shall I pause? Yeah. Just pause. We'll start recording again and see what happens. Yeah. He's, he's curled up on the sofa now, being a Wally. So, what was I saying? I have no... Tim Roth? Oh, oh yeah, he's yeah. in the hog. But anyway, amazing. these films, they're amazing. We're going to look back on this era, I think, and say, wow. Yeah. It was like the Star Wars Indiana Jones era of our youths is the Marvel era of today. Yeah, absolutely. And your nephew, who's growing up in the midst of all of this Marvel awesome... Yeah, HP. HP, is going to be, when he's our age, which is a scary thought, is going to be saying, wow, those Marvel films, they were they were the shit, man. Yeah, they were. Although he probably won't say that because it won't be cool then. Yeah, indeed. Probably, It'll be like, probably who not says cool that? <laughs> it's probably not cool now. But way to go. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Those Marvel films are amazing. And the fact that we're about to get the new set of Star Wars movies is just incredible. Incredible. Although I am so utterly nervous, utterly nervous about J.J. Abrams being involved. See, that's why you're nervous. You're nervous because it's J.J. Abrams. Whereas I love the new Star Trek films. <sighs> I think Sorry, they're cool. you love the new films by J.J. Abrams. Not the new Star Trek films, right. because those aren't Star Trek no, films. they are Star Trek films. Because what, because they say Star Trek? No, because oh Kirk, my gosh. Kirk and that lot, oh, they all, they did, all they did was run around have fights with people. Yeah. Yeah. So you say the new films are action films, they're not Star Trek. Yeah. They're just action films. Well, Star Trek, the original series wasn't Star Trek. <laughs> ah, you weren't expecting that, were you? So you're you? saying that anything that isn't Captain Picard... Yeah. Basically. With his saddle and a yeah. cup of tea yeah. isn't Star Trek. Yeah. And the reason <laughs> is, is because that's what I grew up with. Oh, okay. That's a fair argument, really. Not really. <laughs> it's See, a pathetic the, argument. The reason I'm nervous about the Star Wars films yeah. is because the prequels were terrible. <laughs> they were really bad. And, they were and when you've been really bad. burnt that badly. Yeah. I mean, they, they were painfully Did you bad. hear that George Lucas you hurt Sarah's feelings <laughs> I was with Simon Pegg burning all my Star Wars gear I want to know Phantom Menace <laughs> I'm going I'm to call it right here if Simon Pegg does not have a cameo in the new Star Wars film I will be upset yeah I completely agree because he knows J.J. Abrams yeah. he's worked with him yeah J.J. Abrams must know how much Pegg cares about Star yeah. Wars to not put It'll be the, the Christian Slater of um, Star Wars he's got episode, to be in there. whatever it was. He's got to be in there, even yeah. if it's just he's in he's in full yeah. alien makeup. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, now I'm look, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Coming back to your point that you made, actually, that's a, that is a really good point. Um, they are quite like the original series, and I hadn't appreciated that. I've always compared them automatically to Next Gen, the films, the J.J. Abrams films. Um, but you're right, they're much more similar to the original series. So given on that measure, they are much, they are Star Trek. Whereas I've always felt that Star Trek was about exploring and it's not about Wild West in space, which I felt was what Star Trek was. 
Yes. You know, um, like the original series. It's more like... it, is, And it's more like that. So I've, for me, Star Trek was Captain Picard and the crew, which was exploring... Um, real sci-fi It was stuff. real sci-fi real stuff. Real concept. Yeah, exactly. Like what wormholes and But you're right. Bubbles. Yeah, and, and you're right. J.J. Abrams has created a series of films which are very similar to the original, which, considering it's the, the, original. the original crew, then I guess that's not... I think the last crazy. one was genius i th- i mean i know that you weren't so keen yeah but i won't spoil it just in case anyone hasn't watched it yeah wash dies but <laughs> just saying just throwing it out there <laughs> um uh he does yes I've ruined I, your, I've I still, ruined your I still haven't forgiven Joss Whedon for that. I, think, I know. I think it was Who too, does that? It was too harsh. It, it was, was too much. It was I, just like, when uh. I first watched Serenity, I didn't watch anything after that point. After that point, my brain... I was in the cinema. Yeah. My brain just shut down and went, yeah. I can't believe that that just happened. Mm. And I, the next 20 minutes had, were gone. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah. I walked out going, oh, I'm not sure I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I like what I just He's more saw. of a pirate than you'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Awesome. What a film. Awesome. Amazing. Alan Tudyk. Oh, oh, what a guy. We should watch Con Man. We've got to watch Con Man. Oh, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, yeah, totally. We should do that. Oh, there's so much to see. The modern, the modern age is spoiling us for good movies. It's the age Admittedly, of the there's a whole bunch of dross, but there is a whole packet of good stuff happening <laughs> and it's heading our way on the express train. To, to awesome. To awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I quite like that. I quite like you that. You like the express train to awesome. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that's it. Well, that's the end of that segment. <laughs> I, I've been drinking quite a lot now. And, uh, in fact, not only is that the end of the segment. I think that's the end of this. Yeah. Whole conversation. I think so, too. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>